I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I'm planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you call your pet your fur baby, this episode is definitely for you. So today's episode is for all of the dog mom, dog dads, dog parents, cat moms, cat dads, ferret parents, fish parents, snake parents, hamster parents, you get it. If you have a pet, today's episode is for you. And this one's going to be a little bit uh, lighter and goofier and sillier than some of my other episodes that maybe are a little bit, um, I don't want to say harsher, but you know what I mean, harsher (laughs) episodes that are really sort of like cutting at the crap of weddings. This one, I'm going to have some ideas that you might think, oh, that sounds kind of ridiculous. And it is, and it's okay because you are a person who loves your pet. And sometimes that means you need to be a little bit ridiculous. Uh, so for me, my partner and I, we have a sweet little rescue dog. She's a tiny little thing, like 15 pounds. I think she's supposed to be closer to 10, but you know, whatever. Um, and you've probably either heard me mention her in past episodes, or you have actually heard her. She has made an appearance a few times, uh, some wailing in the background or tapping around on the floor. Um, and I love her and love being her, her dog mom and definitely want to incorporate her in our wedding. Uh, So most of the ideas that I'm going to share today are going to be for dogs, but I think they could pretty easily apply to cats or other furry or scaly or I don't know what other type of textures pets come in, (laughs) Um, but I think you could apply these ideas to any kind of pet you have uh, and nothing against other pets, of course, just speaking from experience as a dog owner. So let's get to it. So I'm going to start things off with some tips. Uh, I know I said this was going to be a lighter and sillier episode, but I still think, you know, we all care about our pets very much. It's very important that we keep them safe. So the first thing, you know, before you start planning this elaborate choreographed, uh, you know, routine that your dog's going to do down the aisle and they'll fetch a 
ball and it'll have the rings in it and that'll be adorable. And Oh yeah, that's pretty cute. Um, but the first thing is you really need to know your pet. So how does your pet react when there are a lot of people around? Um, if you just got your pet in 2020, you probably don't know because there probably have not been a lot of people around. But how does your pet do when new people come into your house or when they see a bunch of people on the street? Do they get really anxious? Do they get loud? Do they run around? Do they jump? Do they need a ton of attention? Uh, you know your pet best. Um, and for most pets, being part of an eight hour wedding day or even a six or a four hour wedding day is just, it's too much. That's, you know, it's too much for most humans. So it's definitely too much for most pets. So in almost all cases, I would say it's probably not a great idea to have your fur baby with you from, you know, morning to night. You don't want to be on the dance floor, you know, four drinks in trying to drag your dog on their leash. Like that, that's not a great look. Nobody likes that. Um, so, you know, know that off the bat that just based on your animal being an animal, they probably cannot handle that much, um, I don't know, anxiety maybe or whatever it is that they will feel. You also need to know yourself because obviously, you know, you love your pet, your pet loves you, but on your wedding day, are you really going to have time to give them all the love and attention that they need? Probably not. You're probably not going to be able to, you know, scoop them up and carry them the whole time. You're probably not going to be able to take them out for walks or feed them or make sure that they're comfortable and safe. And you, do you really want to be worrying about that on your wedding day? You know, as you're trying to remember your vows and wonder where you put put your chapstick and oh your socks are missing and your DJ's running late and that decor piece looks funny and oh somebody take the mic away from Aunt Judy and then also oh and uh who walked my dog and did they get fed and where are they right now like it's just not something that you want to be worrying about on your wedding day so again another reason why you do not want your pet there the whole time for the times that you will have your pet at your wedding day, if that's the route that you go, some things to keep in mind, um, are they allowed in all the spaces? If you're getting married anywhere, you know, besides your own house, you want to check in with the different venues, the ceremony space, the reception space, the transportation, you know, if you're taking a car or whatever between spots, the even the place where you're taking your photos, you know, just double check, make sure that pets are allowed. Um, you want to make sure that you have somebody assigned to sort of mind your pet well well they will be there for the wedding because as said you're gonna have a billion other things on your mind so you're not gonna have time to be that person so you definitely need to make that somebody's job they need to walk your animal assuming it's a dog they need to walk your dog they need to make sure that your dog has their food has their water you definitely want to make sure your pet has access to water all day long and that they have a safe space to go lie down and get away from things and get away from everybody so again that's really a job you need to assign maybe you have like a cousin or someone who's not in the wedding party whose job can just be like hey you are on dog duty for a few hours um which leads me to my next tip there is definitely a way to do it so that your, you know, your pet can be part of your wedding, but is not there the entire time. So there is an option to have your dog just be, you know, as you're getting ready, if you happen to be getting ready at your home in the morning, that's the part that your dog is there for. If you want them to be part of, you know, the ceremony or part of the reception, you could have them get dropped off. There's lots of doggy daycares that will, you know, pick your dog off. Uh, sorry, pick your dog up and drop your dog back off. So it could be a thing where somebody drops your dog off at the ceremony, the dog's involved, and then they pick them right up after the ceremony. And then, you know, your dog is in good hands and having fun with a bunch of other dogs and getting to eat and drink and sleep to their heart's content. Um, or, you know, if, if you decide, hey, we know our pet and as much as we love them, they really are not going to be able to handle 
any part of this day. Like it's not going to be in their best interest. We'll be stressed. They'll be stressed. There are lots of ways to actually incorporate your pet into your wedding day without physically having them there. And that is what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to share with you a bunch of ways to include your pet in your wedding, whether they are there in person or I guess in an animal, <laughs> whether they are there, you know, physically in real life, or if you're just sort of including them, their spirit, their memory, the thought of them, their picture. Uh, and there's lots of ways to do that. So here we go. All right. So starting with this ceremony, obviously one of the uh, nicest ways and ways that we've seen most often to include pets in your ceremony is just to have them walk down the aisle. Lots of people will say, oh yeah, you know, my dog is my flower girl or my ring bearer, my best dog, my dog of honor, whatever it is, you can give them the cutest name and you can have them walk down the aisle. And for, you know, animals that are comfortable with, with groups of people, this is a really great way to sort of let them have a moment. You know, everyone will be looking. They have the aisles to themselves. All they have to do is walk down it. Um, it's probably easiest if you have them leashed and have somebody else holding the leash so they're not, you know, totally on their own, <laughs> independent to make that walk. And you just have someone walk them down and everyone says, ooh, and ah, and thinks it's the cutest thing. And then you let them go sit, you know, on the front row. You might want them to come and sit at the altar with you. Um, that might not be the best idea, just even if your dog is, you know, super chill and well-behaved, you never know. They might be feeling a little funny that day, a little anxious. Anything could happen. We've all seen those terrible videos of, you know, a dog lifts a leg and there's a white dress and uh-oh. Or, you know, they might just pull focus. And even if your dog is the cutest thing and all you want is videos and photos of your dog, you probably actually want people to be listening to your vows and, you know, paying attention when you have your first kiss and not watching your dog do something ridiculous. So my advice would be to have them walk down the aisle, let that be their moment, and then have, you know, whoever walked them just sit in the front row or the second row with your animal. Uh, the animal doesn't actually need to be up at the altar with you. Uh, of course, if you are incorporating your pet into your ceremony, you might want to dress them up a little. And this is, again, this is the silly, goofy part of this podcast, because of course, this is totally optional. And you should not be spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on your dog's outfit. That's silly. They will wear it once. It'll be in a couple photos. But there are lots of adorable things out there. Just type in wedding dog um, on Etsy and you will get a billion ideas. <laughs> but some things that I've seen that look so cute are, you know, little flower crowns and you can either have that on the head of the dog or you can have it around their collar. Uh, if you are using real flowers, make sure that they are ones that are safe for dogs to eat because, uh, you know, dogs eat things. Um, if you're using fake flowers, make sure your dog does not eat them because those are often made out of, you know, plastic or things like that, that are not great for dogs. I've also seen ones where the leash is like totally covered in flowers. That looks really beautiful as coming down the aisle. There are all sorts of just uh, so cute little like bandanas or bow ties or dresses. You can have them like totally decked out in a tux with little like cuffs and a little collar. And oh, there's just there's so many adorable options and bandanas that say those things like, you know, best dog and dog of honor. You can do a, a total white dress if you want your dog to look like, you know, a little baby bride, whatever it is, really, you can go absolutely wild on Etsy and find everything you are looking for for as much or as little effort as you would like to put into your dog ceremony outfit. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another place in the ceremony where you can include your pet is in your vows. And by that, I do not mean bring your dog up and ask them to, you know, vow to love you forever, because obviously your dog's going to love you forever. Um, but I mean, actually mentioning your, your dog in your vows. So you could say something like, you know, um, I love you for being such an amazing pet parent, for always taking care of me and taking care of our pup, or I vow to always empty the litter box when you don't want to, you know, things like that. Just little cute ways to get a bit of a chuckle from uh, from the crowd, but also to include that very important member of your family in your vows. I think that's so nice. Um, not to say that animals are like kids at all, but just as a little comparison, I love when uh, people are getting married and, you know, they're blending families with children and they include the children in the vow. They do like a family vow and they vow to not just be a good husband, but, you know, a good dad. I think it's so nice. So if your pet is, you know, an important member of your family, it's really sweet to be able to include them in your vows. The next section I have for places to include your pet in the wedding day is photos. And of course, this is uh, one of the easiest ones and also probably one of the most mandatory spots. If you're thinking of, you know, where do I want my pet on the wedding day? In your photos is probably a huge one. You definitely want to remember them and you want to get the most bang for your buck out of that adorable Etsy outfit you paid too much for. <laughs> you want to make sure it is memorialized forever on, uh, well, not on film, but, you know, on digital <laughs> Um, so this is a really great way to include your pet. It's also one of the easier ways because it is totally flexible. Photos can happen anytime and they're usually happening all the time during your wedding day. So it's not like your pet has to show up at a specific time. So if you have a pet who, you know, probably would not be comfortable leaving the house or would not do well with crowds of people, is not going to be able to handle the pressure of a ceremony space or just, you know, maybe you have a, a hamster, like they're not going to come down an aisle, right? Um, so a great way to, to do that is just if you're taking photos at home the morning of, you know, as you're getting ready, you could ask your photographer to take some photos of you and your pets. I've seen some absolutely gorgeous ones of couples, you know, playing with their cat as they get ready in the morning um, or, I don't know, feeding your fish, <laughs> holding your snake, whatever it is. That's a really sweet way to include your pet on your wedding day, get those great photos, but not, you know, take them out of their element. Um, if you do plan to have your pet at an actual photo shoot, maybe you're taking photos, you know, after the ceremony or even before the ceremony, but you're, you know, you know, going off to a park or a beautiful location, definitely make sure you have someone that you can hand your pet off to during that photo shoot, because of course you want to take some photos of you and your new spouse and your dog, but you probably don't want your dog in every single photo. It's going to get a little bit annoying. <laughs> you probably want some of just the two of you, just you, just the wedding party, just your parents, you know, whatever it is. So make sure that you do have someone along that you can hand that dog off to. And again, this could be, you know, like a cousin who's not in the wedding party, or it could be that doggy daycare service. Maybe you hire a dog walker or you already have a dog walker and just say, hey, can I pay you to come to our photo shoot and just take the dog for us, you know, when we're done or when we need to. 
You'll also want to remember that if you're going to have a dog at, you know, a park for an outdoor photo shoot, they're probably going to need a little bit more time. They'll want to sniff things and pee on things, and they probably won't look at the camera every time. So just factor that into your day if you're only slotting, you know, okay, we have 15 minutes to get all the photos we need, except that, like, a good few minutes will be taken up just getting your dog into position and focused. So factor that in, let your photographer know, definitely let your photographer know if you're planning to include your fur baby in your photos so they can come prepared and, uh, and factor that into their timeline as well. And again, making sure that your animal is camera ready. So all of the outfit ideas we already talked about, but a few other things you might consider. Um, you might want to take the collar off of your uh, dog or cat. Again, this is like, you know, a personal a personal preference. You might not be comfortable with that, especially if you're taking photos, you know, in a public place, just in case uh, your, your animal gets loose. Um, but a little thing that I've seen a couple times that I definitely want to remind dog owners of, if you have one of those adorable little poop bag holders on your leash, take that off before the photos. <laughs> I have seen so many engagement photos and wedding photos where clearly the owners forgot and you have this like little plastic bag and little compartment just swinging off the leash that's not, not the best aesthetic for a wedding day. <laughs> Okay, moving on. The last place where we can incorporate uh, animals, I was going to say dogs, but you know, pets of all kinds in the wedding day is the reception. So this is the part of the wedding that is likely the least pet friendly. If you are having, you know, a traditional reception, if you're having it at a banquet hall or a hotel or a restaurant, or even if it's outside under a tent, um, this is probably the space that's the least likely to be pet friendly. And even if it is pet friendly, the actual environment might not be very pet friendly. Um, you know, dance floor, tons of people, buffet, um, tables and chairs everywhere, feet everywhere, people getting up and moving. That's uh, a scary place for a lot of animals. And they're probably just going to want to go and hide somewhere. So might as well let them, you know, go home and hide. So this might be the time in the wedding day where you have that doggy daycare service come and pick them up and take them home or, you know, send them off to, I don't know, a dog sleepover or whatever it is. If you do plan to have your dog at your reception, um, hopefully it is a reception they're really comfortable with. Maybe you're doing a backyard wedding. So it's going to be, you know, at your house or at a house that the dog knows really small, you know, 10, 20 people. Um, but even then you need to make sure that you have a plan in place. So where's your dog's food going to be? Where's their water? Who's going to walk them? Who's taking care of them? You still, that cousin or whoever it is still needs to be, you know, their minder and, and somebody who is responsible for the dog. So you're not, you know, looking up mid entree or for, um, drinks of champagne in going like, oh, where did, did somebody take Lucy? Where'd Lucy go? You really want to make sure someone else is on them. Um, but if you are not actually going to have your animal present at your reception, there are still so many ways to include them in the reception. So uh, assuming that you, you know, you're in love with your dog and they're the cutest thing in the world or your cat or your hamster or your snake, uh, you can use their photos on pretty much anything. So, you know, if you have centerpieces, you could do I've seen those like log centerpieces, you know, the little pieces of wood and people will carve like the silhouette of a dog's face or a cat's face. That's super cute. For favors, it could say, you know, um, here are some treats courtesy of Lucy. I've seen ones where um, people actually give out dog treats as favors. They want their guests to like take them home to their dogs. Of course, this is for a very select crowd if you're guests also all have dogs or maybe you know you just do a smaller group of favors for all the dog owners and you can say like to your furry friend love from our furry friend or something like that 
um, the napkins, you can have their, their silhouette drawn on it. You could, I don't know, maybe if you have like seven dogs, you could name each of your tables after a dog. Um, for the place cards, when people figure out where they're going to sit, you could have a little picture of your dog. You could really just put a picture of your animal pretty much everywhere. And I think, I think people would be happy about that. <laughs> I don't think many people get upset seeing uh, pictures of adorable pets. You can put them in your guest book, you can put them on your signage. Um, I think that'd be super cute, especially if you have signs saying like, you know, put your phone away or bathrooms this way. If, if it looks like it's your dog telling people that I think that's such a cute idea. Another thing I've seen is you can name the signature cocktail after them. So you could call it like, you know, Lucy's Lemonade or something like that. That's another nice, cute way to get your animal involved in your wedding reception. You can have them be part of the cake topper. I've seen so many adorable cake toppers. Again, Etsy is just just full of them, um, where instead of just the couple in the cake topper, there's also little animals. I've seen ones where you just order like the little dog or the little cat on the side and you can place it elsewhere on the cake and it looks like they're taking a bite out of the cake. Uh, cutest thing, you could spend way too much money <laughs> buying things like that, but super cute. If you're doing a photo booth, you could do, you know, you know, those giant heads that people blow up um, for I don't know, for reasons, you could do a giant head of your dog or cat that people could use in the photo booth. Um, yeah, so just get creative. There really are so many, so many ways to spend money on including your animal in your wedding reception. Um, I caution you not to do all of these different things because then it kind of looks more like a birthday party for an animal rather than a wedding. But if you do one or two, um, I think it can be super cute and you can definitely do them in really classy, classy ways. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, it doesn't have to look like a photo album or something or like a scrapbook. It can be really classy and formal and, and nice and just a little recognition of that uh, special person in your family who probably will not be at the reception. And it's a good way to sort of shout them out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I appreciate it. And I hope I gave you some great ideas for how to incorporate your fur baby into your wedding day. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review, subscribe so you do not miss the next episode, and please tell a friend about the show. And remember, if all you've talked about this week is your wedding, it might be time to reevaluate.